Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Rule of Three. As always, I'm your co-host, Anthony. I'm your second co-host, Cameron. I'm your third co-host, Matt. <laughs> and we hope you've had a good week. So, do we want to do we want to chit chat a little bit, or get right into uh, right into our topics for the day? We can chit chat. Today was awful in terms of weather. It was just so dreary all day. It was warm out though, which was kind of nice. Was it? Really it, it just. It was about sixty some degrees. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, you didn't need a jacket, but there's just a. I don't know. I felt like it. Um, I was in a mental fog all day. Oh, uh, I stepped outside for like the first time like an hour ago, and it was raining and like forty, so I was not happy about it. Well, yeah, that'll do it. Kind of, kind of sucks. I've been, I've been trapped in my, my room all day. I was working from home because I had a, like corporate orientation, eight hour Zoom mm-hmm. call. Ew. Just melted my brain. But uh. Sounds awful. Yeah, looking forward to another eight hours tomorrow of that. It's gonna be great. You have another eight hours. Yep, two days. Jeez, Louise. No, thank you. Nah, that doesn't sound great. I only had to introduce myself like five times to the rotating cast of presenters. Gosh. No, does not sound pleasant. I'm sorry. But who's uh who's spinning the three sided die today? Uh, is it still you? Is it still me? Let me let me pull it up real quick. Flip a uh, coin. Roll D3. Alright, so... who I, I don't remember numbers that we did last time, but I'm pretty sure these are going to be the same. Cameron, you're one. Matt, you're two. And I'm three. Okay. Roll. Rolling. Oh, shit. Three. Alright. Hey. So, I got something topical from being on a Zoom call for eight hours today. Oh, Lord. Zoom etiquette. Like, some of these some of these people, I, I don't know if they don't care or they don't understand. But, like, I, I wrote this, I got this topic specifically from when we took our lunch break, which was just, like, they said, all right, you got an hour, go get food, come back at one. And there was this one guy... Like, everyone else shut off their cameras, muted their mics, and, like, went and fucked off for an hour. This guy, he muted his mic, at least, but he didn't shut off his camera. And, I mean, I was just sitting at my desk the whole time at lunch. So, I just got to see him uh, just vibing in his chair, get up every once in a while. Uh, At one point in time, he got up and came back with a bag of Jimmy John's, and we were just watching him eat. That's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it was just weird. And then at like at the end of the hour, uh, like the person leading the training for the day acknowledged it and it was like she was like, How's the Jimmy Johns? Oh, oh no. He was like, What, you see the bag over there or something? And she was like, No, we were just we we just been watching you eat. <laughs> oh no. Like, what the Did fuck is know. like okay. So what the fuck is wrong with you for not turning off your camera? But also, why acknowledge it? 
Well, he probably, realizing that he didn't understand how she knew, he might not have known he had his camera on. That's what I was thinking. But, like, her acknowledging it, in my mind, is much worse. Like, God. The guy was, like, maybe 30. Like, he's definitely a millennial. Oh, so so he should know better. I feel like he should, yeah, have a bit better idea of, like, Zoom and just general like tech etiquette or maybe he just doesn't give a fuck maybe he's just some you know sigma male or something maybe it's like i want you to know what i ordered for lunch i i want you to sit there and watch me eat my fucking jimmy johns i mean were you jealous of his jimmy johns not really i mean mm. i i just walked out into my kitchen and uh and had a little sammy See, I, when we do day-long Zoom meetings for school or for when I was working for Bowen, we, when they said go to lunch for an hour, I would just shut the Zoom, like, completely down and go get lunch and come back in an hour. I didn't even, I didn't keep my computer running. I mean, I just had my laptop up on my desk and then, like, it was like just sitting right in front of my like actual computer, so I didn't. So you bother. just figured you'd keep it on. Yeah, I I just muted myself, like turned off the camera and stuck a little, stuck a little piece of paper over the camera just in case. Okay. And it was just vibing. Yeah. So is your question of etiquette? Should he have known to turn off his camera during lunch hour? I mean, or should she have known not to comment on something awkward that happened? I feel like that that's just two strikes right there. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, this was—I I was just uh, trying to use this as like sort of like a segue of any. What other? Yeah. Do you guys have any like just people just being clowns on Zoom or like team yeah. meetings? Yeah, they'll like they'll just type in the chat, like you know, in the meeting chat, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During the meeting, like we had a we had a big safety meeting today with like over a hundred people, and people were just clowning in the, uh, in, the in the in the text chat. Uh, it's pretty good. Oof. Gets me every time. Wait, were they just like carrying just converse like side convos? No, they would just like comment on like like what was being talked about, and then sometimes they would add in like a joke, you know. And they get the reactions, you know, the the, the laughy emoji <laughs> reactions. Oh my! Yeah, that's great. <laughs> did the did the like meeting presenters ever acknowledge the chat? No, no, they never acknowledged the chat. Oh. That's, that's the best part. <laughs> you got you got to play along with chat though. That's the whole fun of it. Yeah, that's true. I wish. I always have the fear that I'm gonna be sending like a private message to a friend during a zoom class or something. And it goes to the full group, but well, the instructor, I don't know about the instructor can see or like the presenter or whoever's hosting. They can see all the private messages that get sent. No, they can't. Yes, they can. No, they can not. Yeah. The, uh, the host, right, hold see on. All, all the private messages. That's you can fact check me if you want, but, uh, I don't think I'm. No, wrong. no. It's. It, I just looked it up. If the host has enabled private chat, participants can communicate 
with each other privately. Hosts cannot see private chats between participants. Boo. Oh, you just gave me a heart attack. I have badmouthed so many professors <laughs> in the yeah. middle of class with my, uh, with my classmates. My last, my last co-op session, I accidentally leaked, leaked uh, some DMs with another co-op during the oh. final presentation. Was it Joe? It wasn't Joe, no. But, oh. but they weren't great comments. I got the job though, so <laughs> let's go. Wait, how did you accidentally leak the? Did you well, just I, like I, pull up your team's chat or something? Yeah, it was up behind my PowerPoint, so I minimized my PowerPoint, and it was there. <laughs> and I didn't realize it for like a good like five to ten seconds. Oh, and then I minimized it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But I did get heckled afterwards. <laughs> I, 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 a few coworkers. So no, one of the uh, one of the first times uh, I was like leading a meeting for my senior design group uh, last spring. We had a, a like we met with like an actual like company man for uh, like the the company we were working with, I guess. And so I was showing off like all of our coding and the progress we were making on our project and I minimized what I had and it was just my, uh, my desktop, which is just an utter mess. And then it was just a speech bubble that says, shut up. So, uh, that was, a, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, there, cause like no one else would talk in that fucking group and so it was me desperately trying to like salvage any sort of like professional appearance right and then they just see like the clusterfuck of my actual desktop and just telling them to shut up really <laughs> really just great uh yeah <laughs> that hurts I, I can imagine but yeah okay so uh that was Zoom etiquette, I think. I think that was a good good little roll with that. Uh, yeah, it was a good Sure. All right. So, we're going to we're going to use flip the technology. Yeah, I'm going to just type flip a coin into Google. Uh, Cameron your heads, Matt your tails. I want to be tails. Fine, I'm Cameron tails. your tails, Matt your heads. What the heck? I want to be ha. tails. I'm tails. And tails. Uh, okay, I want to be heads. <laughs> Dang it. Nope. All right. Camera. Uh, so I I have my first one is is one I've been thinking about for like a week because I'm writing two of them. But what do you guys think? Because I know you play D and D, and Anthony, you run it. Are the biggest challenges to running underwater campaigns? The fact that most creatures don't have a swim speed is very debilitating to running an underwater <laughs> campaign. You mean for player characters? Player characters, monsters, uh, NPC stat blocks, really anything that's not designed to be in water generally doesn't have like a swim speed attached to it. Yeah, I get, I definitely get that. I've I've been mainly looking at sea-based monsters, so I haven't seen it as much with them. You have but... seen it. No, but I definitely know what you mean with player characters. I've been lucky so far 
in uh, my I'm running a group of six girls and all of them want to play underwater races. So they all have swim speeds. Do they want to be but... mermaids? No, one's a, one of them is a seven-foot giant starfish that was awoken by an archfey. Um, <laughs> she's she's new uh, to D&D, so that'll be pretty interesting. Um, and then another one wants to be a cephalopod humanoid, and which I have a stat block for. And I think one of the other one wants to be a, a jellyfish mermaid, and the other one wants to be a shark. The other two haven't decided. But... I mean, it's fun, but you're right. It's there's less there's less to pick from because of that for sure. What else could you probably think of? Yeah, there's definitely that like build around restriction of, oh, ninety percent of like content is unusable or essentially unusable now. But uh. I feel like if you if you dip into a lot of like homebrew and custom craft stuff, it's probably bearable. I don't know. I I've never I've never wanted to run an underwater thing or campaign sure. because eh all all you need is a good beach episode re- to uh give everyone a good refresh and a palate cleanse. You don't need to go in the water. Just need to have some uh, some fun at the beach. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't disagree with you as a player. I don't think I've ever thought I wanted to play one, but I had a pretty good amount of people when I brought up the idea of running one be like, oh, I want to do that. I was like, well, I guess I'll write a couple of them then. But um, Guess we're going underwater. Yeah. All right. Matt, do you have any thoughts? I enjoy a good beach episode on the beach. The beach episode is always a good one. Yeah. I remember when I was playing that, that tree character. The one I, with I, the bees in the head or the one that was the evil end? The evil one. Okay. We had a beach episode and I dressed up like a palm tree. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that. Yeah, it was quite fun. Did it, was I the one that caused the beach episode or did I cause the thing that happened after the beach episode? I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember anything besides the beach episode, really. Yeah, that so. that campaign's kind of a haze to me. Yeah. For uh, for context, Cameron, this was a campaign that uh, me and Matt jumped into. Like probably somewhere between a third and halfway through uh, our buddy's story arc, so we essentially had no connections to the story, or to the uh actual like other player characters in the story we just got shoehorned in there we fucked around for a handful of sessions and then the party just fell to shit yeah disbanded yeah just because like (laughs) that 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 group of friends was filled with a lot of a lot of drama so outside drama just like ruined the dynamic of that group for no reason it it might be the campaign i've played the most sessions in though Besides maybe yours. Oh, yeah. Like, no. That's fair. Because we played crazy. that for what? Like a few months. I like, yeah, it was probably. Like once a week. Yeah, close to like six, like five or six months for like once a week. 
pretty uh yeah i definitely hate when i i've had a few campaigns where outside drama are the are the reasons that they don't finish or that they end a bit abruptly it's the worst feeling when you've written a story that doesn't get to finish satisfyingly luckily we've never had outside drama throw a wrench in a party dynamics for any of the campaigns that we've been in together i can't tell if you're being sarcastic no, we did, didn't we? We did. We did. Yeah, That's, I, I, I thought agree. he was, but... No. I mean, they didn't end the campaign. It, it yeah, certainly didn't do did. anything. <laughs> Oof, sorry. Yeah. We're being too obvious, Matt. Are, are we being too obvious? obvious? No. Matt no, was. I was, I guess. I don't know. I can't say they didn't do anything. Unfortunately, I mean, uh... Maybe You're right. Stopped wanting to play with us or something. She got. Yeah, that's all right. Is that I'm true? Not... Did you say that? No, <laughs> she she just you know. She got, got busy, busy. I think. Ha- yeah. Has a real life. Can't yeah. uh, can't sit down and play D and D for a few hours. Dang. How disappointing. But yeah. But uh, I definitely know for for this campaign, I'm I'm gonna have to add in a few different mechanics of like. Because you you sink in water, regardless of your swim speed, if you're not moving, you're sinking. And so if you're in combat and don't use, like, you have to use five feet of movement speed to stay on the current level you're at, or you fall to the next one, unless you're standing on the seafloor or something that's floating or whatever. I'm sure you could find some, like, bullshit hand wave, like, magic buoyancy item. Oh, they for sure could. If I have anyone pick a... A not like a race that doesn't have a swim speed or a race that whatever i they're gonna be starting in like a sea elf kingdom that's really technologically advanced so they'll have like boots of buoyancy that they can basically they could use martial weapons without the disadvantage because they have something they're planted on and things like that but i don't know we'll figure it out i guess from there but definitely more challenges than i expected do you know off the top of your head what the what the rules for swim speed are if you don't have one? If you don't ha- I just have always assumed you can't swim. I uh, if you don't have a swim speed. I would assume it's something like rough terrain where it's like 3 or 4 feet of movement per foot of movement. It's your walking speed. Wait. When listed? When unlisted though. Right. Yeah, it's difficult terrain unless a creature has swim speed. Okay. See, I'm not I'm not that shit of a DM. I can make connections and pretend I know the rules. Uh, like, yeah. That means I can't swim, like in our in our campaign because I don't have a swim speed. No, no, no. you do. You can terrain. swim. It's just difficult terrain. Yeah. Oh, okay. What are you a gnome? Your base walking speed is like 25, 20 yeah. feet. So I mean, you couldn't, you could barely move, <laughs> but you could, you could get there. Especially if you took a dash action, you would get there. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's about all I have for underwater. All right, okay. Matt. Campaigns. Sounds like you're right. up. Yeah, yeah. My my topic. So I don't know if you guys know this, but this weekend I went up to uh, I went up to Lafayette. I was there. Yeah. I had no idea. You were no, there no. too. I... Yeah, yeah. Shh, don't don't tell my Crazy. secrets like that. 
And uh, on the way up there, I, I got pulled over for speeding. <laughs> what? You didn't yeah. tell us that in the moment? Okay. No, I, I saved it for the podcast. You told okay, me that. Okay, fair enough. Right. Wait, because you were there in the car. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there when you got pulled over. Right, Daniel was. Uh, so I thought we could discuss, if we want, if you wanted to, I don't want to out anyone here. We could discuss our getting pulled over <laughs> topic. Oh my goodness. I, topic. I got pulled over uh, a few months ago for like doing somewhere between 25 and 30 over. Wait, when? Was this? Uh, this Did was, you get a ticket? I got a warning. Nice. I yeah, was. I got a warning too. Yeah. And I was only going ten over. Yeah. It was going back down to Bedford. It was when I was still working down in Bedford. Um, and so I had like left Sunday evening, Sunday night, from up here in Lafayette and driving down there. And uh, how well do you guys know Southern Indiana? Like, do you know, like, Ellettsville? Uh, no. Okay. Which way is that from Nashville? Uh, it's west, I, I believe. Yeah, it's west of west of Nashville, Indiana. Okay. But um, <laughs> I, I, for a second I thought you meant Nashville, Tennessee, and I was about to just call you a dumbass. At Nashville? <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> yeah, but um so I had like I I drove most of that cuz I just take 231 and ride it for like 100 miles. So I'm going 90 most of the way because it's mostly just like backwater farm country. But right before you get back to Bloomington, there's a small burb of Bloomington called Ellettsville. And I had totally thought, like, I was, like, fine and out of, like, the little city limits of Ellettsville because there's a couple miles between Ellettsville and then getting on the freeway to uh, finish it back to Bloomington. And so I was just speeding along back at, like, 70 or 80 miles an hour. See the See the fun lights behind me. Uh, pull over to the side and the cop it's like you know what the speed limit in here is and I was like I thought it was 60 or 65 he's like no it's 50 it's like oh so hand him hand him my papers he goes back to his car and like within like 10 seconds of him getting back to his car he's already back up at my window and he's like very clearly listening to something in his earpiece and he just hands me the papers and says, uh, pay attention to the speed limit next time. Get home safe. And he just oh. he just gets back in his car and rides off. So uh, someone else's very poor choices that night led me to uh, not getting a nasty speeding ticket. Nice. Yeah, I was with Daniel in the car, which was fun. And uh, I saw I, I saw the cop turn around because he was going the other way and I was I, I leaned over to Daniel and I was like hey we're gonna get pulled over <laughs> I could tell and then he turned the lights on for hey, real hey Daniel hide the gun we're getting yeah, pulled over yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we had to we had to stop for like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah I know you guys were late getting up here yeah it was a good awful. amount 
I was like, what the heck, man? I got places to be. Why do you think I'm speeding? And what, then, do you still drive with your gun around? No, I've never okay. driven with my gun around. I, I thought you had it in, like, your lockbox. Maybe, maybe my brain's just broke. Yeah, Matt's just like, mm, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm wrong. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was fun though. I mean, I mean, I didn't get a ticket. You <laughs> no got a warning. So. Yeah, you got a paper warning, which is the first time I've ever seen that, and all the times I've gotten pulled over. Yeah, I don't there think I've go. ever gotten a paper warning. Yeah, that's probably what it took him so long. You had to print it out. Yeah. <laughs> they um. I know my dad's always said, until you get your first ticket, you're probably going to get a warning. But after you get your ticket, you're never going to get a warning again. Um, and I've been lucky enough to only get a warning. In But I was in Michigan. And I find that if you're in another state, when you get pulled over, you're, they, they're a little bit more like... They might not have known what... what the speed limit was now granted i was outside of holland heading north and it michigan speed limits are great because you they're so fast Where but the when you're holland? holland's like ooh, uh, <laughs> i don't know the hand i just know if you go up 31 north and just keep going up 31 north so it's on the west side towards lake michigan um but i was leaving there and the speed limit had dropped to 50 in Holland from like 70 or 80 and I was still going 70 <laughs> and uh, I got pulled over and just was like well this is it I had just gotten coffee with my dad because he was at Hope College for CIY and uh, luckily they they let me go and then I asked for directions really to just drive home the point that I didn't know where I was even though I didn't need directions but, <laughs> Wait, so uh how many times have y'all gotten pulled over now now i'm curious for speeding or in or general just, just in general uh just three times twice twice just the once <laughs> now i my <laughs> my car got searched in plainfield wait really yeah, yeah i was i was a, I, I we were a little sus carrie and i it was back in high school um we went down graffiti road but we weren't quite on graffiti road yet and we had stopped because we were going to uh walk down to the creek that's at the bend before you go towards the road and uh i was down at the creek on the way to the road like down the road we passed a cop coming from graffiti road and uh, he turned around apparently and i we had parked we were hanging out carrie saw him coming back and waved me up and that's when we noticed that there were no trespassing signs all over the place um not that we would listen to them anyway but he just said we had the biggest oh shit faces he'd ever seen when he drove past us so he wanted to search the car for spray cans. And I was like, go ahead. I don't have any. <laughs> like, I just I just chronically look guilty. Um, and he let us go. It wasn't a big deal. And I mean, he didn't even care that we were trespassing on the, on the creek. He didn't. I mean, why would he care? He just wanted to make sure we didn't have spray paint. 
Oh no, you can't be spray painting gravel. Or was this before <laughs> a they road that, it? that it was a, it was before they graveled it, but Yeah, I was sad they graveled it. I miss graffiti road. I spray painted the gravel. <laughs> of course you did. I'm not surprised. <laughs> wow. I I think I've been pulled over like 7 or 8 times now. I don't I get pulled over a lot now. For, for just speeding? Um, well, one one time, I had two of those times were not for speeding. The rest have all been for speeding. I, I'm i a terrible driver when it comes to looking at the speed limits, apparently. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, one time was, like, late at night. It was, like, one or two in the morning. Uh, it was that time we came and visited you uh, during... Uh, like your summer start semester at Purdue, Matt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we come up and visit you. Uh, we spent like all day and like pretty late into the night uh, up here. And so then we drove back and we had all met up at Micah's place, I think, and carpooled over. And so I hopped in my car and left. And apparently like I had a fuse bust or something in my car so my license plate light went out as well as my turn signal so i was driving down uh and i took a a left at a light to go back to my parents house and my turn signal just didn't go off and so a cop who had just been driving behind me like kind of swerved over into the lane like the lane i was in to follow me into my neighborhood and as soon as I pulled mm-hmm. into my neighborhood, uh, lights went up and I pulled over and he's like, why didn't you use your turn signal? Why are you out so late? And the guy's also like leaning in, like seeing if he can smell like booze or something on me. Sure. Cause is, you, I mean, it looks a little suspicious. Yeah. And plus, like, I don't even like my, uh, my plate light is out too. So, right. So he, if, if he could run my plate, he was having a pain in the ass doing it probably and, yeah and this was like when i was like 19 <laughs> uh before i'd gone to college and discovered drinking so right. just sitting there please don't don't give me ticket i i'm not <laughs> i'm not drunk I, yeah dad please like dad, all right please. get that shit checked out and uh and go go the fuck home it's late yeah, <laughs> fair enough yeah, and then uh, the other time I got pulled over not for speeding was actually uh this past summer, cause just some uh some bitch ran my plate uh as I was I had gone and picked up our our buddy Jake from his work, cause he worked on the other side of campus from his apartment, mm-hmm. and we were gonna hang out later, so I was just like, yeah, fuck it, I'll come give you a ride home from work, cause it was like a hundred degrees that day. And he did not want right. to walk like a mile. So I went and picked him up. Uh, got As I was like pulling into his apartment complex, lights come up. Pull over. I, I don't even pull into a parking spot. I just pull over to the side in the lot. And this, this bitch just comes up and says, you know your registration's expired, right? It's like, really? You're kidding me? It expired like two days before. 
Oh, and no. you have like a month grace period. More than that, if you're Isaiah, we didn't get uh, him new tags and the correct license plate and all that for three and a half months. Oh, well, I mean, Michigan like shut down like their their DMV, right? Well, it was more because he had to get Indiana residency. Like he had to switch over his license and then we had to like, but you had to have a Michigan residency to get your title and they lost his title and it took us forever to find it. It it was just a real pain. He went to the BMV like six times, seven times before he figured it all out. And finally, we have a, a correct plate. But I don't know if Michigan was crappy because they've pretty much shut down. They're just Michigan. Well, no, like during uh, like COVID in 2020, I'm pretty sure like Michigan's BMV just like this was down. a month ago oh <laughs> like we didn't get it till like a couple weeks ago he still doesn't have like a, a metal license plate we still have the paper one <laughs> no Better no get i that mean shit laminated with all the all the rain and snow right now i think it is i think they come laminated <laughs> luckily okay but, but yeah getting Second pulled over kind of sucks <laughs> Kind of sus. True. Kind of sus. Amogus. Amogus. Sus. <laughs> he vented. All right. So uh, yeah, let let's go into round two. Um, okay. So I've got another. Eh, this is a little less topical for my day, but uh, it came up because while while I was on my Zoom calls uh today, every now and then I'd get a fucking like Slack notification. Not not from my work computer from my from my actual computer and it just kind of reminded me of why the fuck do i still have slack what is slack wait oh do you not know what slack is no no oh. uh matt do you know what slack is i have slack yeah okay so slack um is like a quote-unquote like I don't really know how to... It's like Discord, but for business. Like, it's like Microsoft Teams messaging before Microsoft Teams messaging was a thing. Like, it's just okay. a bunch of text channels. You can have, like, like, DMs and stuff. Discord, I would compare it to almost. Yeah. It's really it's really more like Discord the way, uh, like, all the text channels and groups are set up. Okay. Uh, but someone someone's out back doing weird shit. Sorry. Um. But yeah, it it's just a terrible app in my opinion, because you have like limits on this, like how much shit you can have in the server, unless you get the paid option, and the paid options are kind of like extortion. Um, and it's just overall a very annoying, like, shitty interface and, like, UI design. Yeah, I hate Slack. And, <laughs> and even worse, I, I only have, like, two, uh, like, two actual Slack servers that are really active and I really have no reason to be in them other than I pop in from time to time shit post and then leave but it's really it 
I don't get why I have Slack set to open automatically when I boot my computer because it just sits there and occasionally just annoys me with a notification or two. Did you turn it off? Um, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, you can turn it off. Do I ever remember to turn it off? No, because it's all, it's always at an inconvenient time when it notifies me. And if it's not sure. notifying me, I don't remember that I have it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I always use the browser for Slack. You I've never really used the uh, the desktop app for it. There's a there's a browser. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know it had an had an actual web interface. Yeah, I used to like GroupMe. Ah. Uh, mm. yeah. Wait, GroupMe has a web interface? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember uh GroupMe's web interface. I had to uh figure out how to use it freshman year when I lost my phone like on on the dorm like on the floor of my dorm and I had to uh message my my RA on on GroupMe through through my laptop. I was like, "Hey, did you find a phone?" Like, the biggest of oofs. Yeah. Good old Jansen. He was a he was a chill dude. He was just uh like a gym rat. It's like maybe maybe five feet tall. Okay. But uh So he, compensating maybe. Yeah. He didn't he didn't give a shit as long as uh we kept the appearance that we were not absolute shit shows. Because we all knew if we stepped out of line and he didn't think it was funny, he could more than easily beat the fuck out of us. Sure. Like my did you get in trouble with the bike thing? Oh, yeah, I did get in trouble with the bike thing. Okay. The bike thing. So <laughs> that uh, that floor uh, was wild. We did a, uh, we did a secret Santa for... Uh, like around the holidays that year for the entire floor. And the stipulation for that was you aren't allowed to spend money on this. So um I forget what I got. Uh I gave someone like an entire box full of like dining court cookies that I snuck out of the dining court. Um I forget what Ryan did, but Ryan, my roommate, uh, but he got like a broken bike that someone had just found not locked on campus. Oh. And so it was missing like a pedal and I, I think it might have just only been missing a pedal. But like the actual, like we looked it up and it was like 50 or 100 bucks to replace because it wasn't just like the little plastic piece. It was the whole ass like crank arm for the uh for the chain mechanism so right we we did our little exchange and that bike lived in our room for about two days and we said fuck it we don't want this anymore so we went and threw it in one of the bathtubs in the bathroom on our floor (laughs) and then the next day our ra messaged the group chat for the floor and said hey guys I I don't care who did it, and I don't want anyone to be outing anyone over this. 
but uh, if if the uh, the bike in the bathroom doesn't get moved by tomorrow, I'm riding your asses up. Oh. He's like, I mean, that's an effective way of handling it. Yeah, he was I like, feel like. It, it's kind of funny. However, uh, you pissed off maintenance pretty bad, so. Were you guys the ones that had the the guys' dorms pooping in their shower drains stories, or was that Chase? That, that was mainly a joke, I thought. No, did no, no. Guys, did you guys not, <laughs> not actually at UND. have shower shitters? No, I did I mean, obviously, I didn't i don't think girls i never had shared bathrooms and i never heard about that in the girls shared bathrooms no we i never noticed it if it was now we had we had that happen uh a couple times uh over over in our dorm freshman year how how (laughs) (laughs) people are fucking animals i guess (laughs) it's uncomfortable i think (laughs) you'd imagine it can't it can't it can't be easier than just getting out of the shower no it's i i guarantee you it's not easier it's pure malice you just have to hate everyone that you live with i guess you have to hate yourself because you're stepping in your own shit oh which is just absolutely vile and disgusting in my opinion it's the worst yeah i know the people to the people that waffle stomped uh on my on my floor freshman year go fuck yourselves i hope you failed out of college uh, i mean yeah. i'm not even going to def- <laughs> he's right all right yeah, defend him defend him so that was <laughs> no, our, there, he's he's right that was our conversation about slack <laughs> <laughs> i think i, I think that's a good place to how we it. started that yeah so uh yeah Next up is Cameron. Right? Oh, it's me again. I forgot. Yeah. It's another D&D one. Uh, kind of actually goes on to a point you guys brought up uh, with my first one of, you know, if you're relying on homebrewing, some of the stuff can be avoided when it comes to to different types of campaigns. Do you think you can go too far in homebrewing races for D&D? No. Yes. Ah, spicy disagreements. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your opinion. Like, cause, cause my initial instinct is absolutely you can go completely overboard and just unnecessary. Cause you take a look at like I don't want to always go back to like player's handbook or like the first couple expansions for Five E, but a lot of those like original races are not. I don't want to call them bare bones. But they're pretty light on like features and effects that the actual race has. Like, there's a few key things, of course. Like halflings have their uh, what is it halfling luck? Yeah, halfling luck. Uh, like half orcs and orcs, or I think it's just orcs, have their uh, like second wind, which per- really makes it difficult for them to get knocked down early. Um, I, th- I think that's true. Yeah. But yeah, and but as you uh like as you go through a lot more of the later content and like the content that gets released these days, there seems to be a lot more feats and just abilities bundled in with which race you choose, mm-hmm. which is something that I don't really like 
because I I like to have a fairly simple like I don't like making a completely bonkers like homebrew character I like having something that has like a relatively lean uh simple like this is how I should be playing this mechanically and thematically so sure. when you start adding in like oh this is a psycho half dead lich elf or whatever the fuck right. you want to you want to say of this is my custom race or it has 30 abilities that it just gets for being this race like, i don't let i don't like people it. what do what they want okay you let him have 30 abilities <laughs> if he wants it okay it's up to the dm's discretion anyway so sure like, always yeah. The I mean, is okay with it. I feel like it's whatever. Oh yeah, no, it's abs it's absolutely uh, to the preference of the DM. Yeah. Right, but in your guys' personal opinions, I mean, personal opinions can be whatever. If you're the DM, that that's the case. Um. Yeah, yeah. Then you can go overboard. I agree. I think like I would, I would agree with both of you, in the sense that, I think players should be able to do what they want in the way that. My friend came up to me when she wanted to start playing D&D. Actually, it's happened twice. Uh, Anthony, you know one of them. When Jazz came up to me and was like, I want to be a sloth. I was like, okay, I guess I'll do that. Um, and now when Chloe walks up and she's like, I want to be a giant starfish. Like, you can't just... There's not There's not a cut in, in any book. This is how you build a, a sentient starfish or a sentient sloth. And if there's not a good homebrew sloth race already created, you kind of have to figure out what you want to give them. I would agree that giving them a bunch of extra feats is somewhat unnecessary, unless they make sense. Like, Chloe has a starfish. I'm going to give her a regeneration feat where she can regrow her limbs over, like, 1d20 days. When would that come up in most campaigns anyway? Like you're not in most campaigns you don't get your limbs chopped off all that often. I but mean, like technically rules as written crippling <laughs> and uh maiming should happen a lot more often than most DMs typically run it. Right. I mean I actually I mean it would be kind of fun, but most of you don't go into combat campaigns anyway. Yeah. It it also like brings a pretty big drag if you don't have like a mid to high level healer mm -hmm. and like let's say your fighter gets your gets their arm chopped off boom that's like a minus like three to their strength and like their dexterity forever mm -hmm. like, right until it gets fucking uh magicked back onto them any two-handed weapon is unusable right it, it and I think that's why most DMs don't do it. It's like, yeah. I'd rather just gravely wound you than maim you, because um, even breaking player characters' bones and giving them realistic healing times can be pretty, uh, pretty intense depending on the party. Yeah, it has to certainly not be like a like a day to day campaign. Or it has to slow down considerably if you're going to give them, oh, 
here's a broken arm. You need to wait six weeks for it to fully heal. Right. Like you do that in the middle of a, of like some backpacking adventure campaign. It's going to be a fucking mess and no one's going to really like it. Right. If you just let a psychotic uh, guy that tells the rest of his group that he's an herbalist, a doctor and a professional gambler, whatever else you told them last session. <laughs> and you let there be too many consequences. No, kidding. But that's about it. Okay. Good opinions. So, uh, yeah, don't don't break people's bones in D&D. Uh, people don't like it. Yeah, don't don't be that dm don't be don't be that guy you're not that guy pal you're not that guy <laughs> all right i think it's matt matt yeah time to finish out round two yeah so so i've been really bored lately so i've been using all a lot of a lot of the dating apps you know and i just want to say is like the worst way to talk to people and meet people um so we can just uh build off that if you want oh, you don't yeah. have to talk about it too much but i oh it's so annoying <laughs> you like you start talking you ask you ask questions right mm-hmm. you're, you're trying and like they hit you with yeah yeah oh cool no. oh wow cool. oh wow they're, so they're terrible funny. conversationalists is what yeah. you're saying yeah like you know Women what do you do suck at, at talking point? yeah true thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, I mean I'm not yeah I mean women yeah. would probably say the same thing about men oh absolutely can't. yeah well that's probably true <laughs> but like but, you know what do you, what do you do with that you know you get the one word answers I guess you just move on right <laughs> oh yeah no I, I've had yeah. like three like Three uh three gals do that to me, uh, in the past like week and a half, two weeks. I I just stopped talking to them. Yeah, I don't give a shit. That's pretty much right. what happens to me. I mean, they're not putting effort into your conversation. Why should you put effort back towards them? You should just kind of ghost them. Yeah, yeah. That's like, pretty much what happens. But it's it's super annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, I I had a a really weird experience um like a week or two ago. Where I, like, matched with this chick on Bumble. And, like, we we started talking a little bit. And she she gave me her snap and stuff. And so we, we switched over to snap talking. Uh, and then she just left me on red. Like, out of nowhere. Which would... Like, I don't want to sound like a nice guy or something. But, uh... She left you on red. Yeah. Yeah, like, she was the one that was, like... See- seemed interested enough to like oh let's move over to snapchat instead of just chatting on bumble right and then it was just ghost and it was like okay whatever yeah it, that's it weird just, it was like to increase your snap score I, apparently <laughs> what, what would be the point of increasing one's snap score clout that's a big big number do, do people do that what yeah am what, i out of it a bit what's your guys's snap score I can look real fast. Mine is twenty six thousand. How do you find it? Uh, it's like if you. Oh, I found it. Yeah. Uh, mine's forty seven thousand. A hundred ninety two thousand. 
Gosh, dang it. <laughs> Why? I, Why is my snap score so low? I, I will once again I reiterate that I am the one that's terminally online. Of that's true. Trio. We did address that last, last podcast. This will be something that gets continually addressed until I get help for it. Nope. Just keep nope. talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. There's, there's no help coming. <laughs> I mean, do you think that they're bad at conversations with you because they're not interested or because they really just suck at talking? Nope. Uh, I guess they're not interested. Oh, yeah, no, it's 100% yeah. I'm not interesting. Because yeah. I, I, I will also 100% admit I am terrible at making any small talk or, like, meaningful conversation. Right. And when I try to, like, make questions or, like, actual conversation, it always just, like, absolutely pans. Right. (laughs) I mean, I would... I don't know. I feel like you guys are both very good at conversation. I just find that text conversation is almost always dull unless you really click with a person yeah i think that's what makes it hard is because it's all text and like if you're not a good texter it's just there's no shot really yeah it's all text you've never met this person before and the explicit context of it is you are trying to flirt with them yeah really just and you don't know them well enough to really flirt well i'd feel like yeah no yeah but all it is is like shitty pickup lines and Hey, you want to go to the bars later? Yeah. Yeah. Like, overall, just oh. just a shit experience. I I can a hundred percent say I've never had a positive outcome of of a dating app, be it a conversation or like a date or a meetup or whatever. Overall, just then, leaves. Then why bad. use them? Because you both still use them, but if you guys think that they are not effective in actually meeting people then but what if i or or even good oh oh, gosh guys you could go outside i'm sorry but what if i'm gonna go outside what does that mean wait what mess (laughs) where where am i gonna go okay (laughs) listen matt you're gonna go outside you're gonna go to your lawn and you're gonna touch grass (laughs) you don't need to touch grass just go talk to a girl or a boy, I don't know. But just talk to someone. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, who am I to talk? I haven't, yeah. I haven't had to do that in a, in a long time, so I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't say. But the married one of yeah. the podcasts just says, come on, it's so easy to get into a relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy. <laughs> it's, I will say, I do actually think it's significantly easier to be a, a girl that wants to find somebody than a guy that wants to find somebody. I've knowing knowing several of my guy friends who like hate the dating scene and and can never find anybody (laughs) (laughs) and like (laughs) almost all of my girlfriends like find it very easy to find somebody to go on a date with or are in committed relationships or are married it's just like very different worlds and it's not for lack of trying it's just like it's just different I think I think you also get a pretty pretty different perspective of it of of the fact you went to like a smaller like Bible school versus Yeah, but most of my friends currently didn't aren't from Grace. They're from high school or or 
present college experience. Oh yeah, fair enough. My my points moot now. Thanks a lot, Cameron. Yeah. Sorry. I was trying to ruin his point. I was trying I'm to sorry. Finish your finish your point. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're right. Continue. I, <laughs> I was trying to make an interesting <laughs> observation of the difference of small like more liberal arts focused bible college versus the the stem sausage fest that is purdue yeah <laughs> yeah i i mean even that's not wrong yeah i don't know if it all comes down to the college i went to but i know the culture of purdue is just different in general yeah it happens you, you walk into to freshman orientation at a, at purdue and they they teach you to just hate women and embrace misogyny from day one. I feel like that's not true. Uh, well, I I went to Purdue, so I can I, I can speak to that. Matt also went to Purdue, so he can speak to that, right? Yeah, yeah, vouch. You you didn't go to Purdue, Cameron. So so clearly you no no you have we no, uh... go to Purdue. Oh. We. <laughs> 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 but yeah. Okay. So uh, that was fun. Yeah. Um, dating apps suck. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> maybe they'll be good one day. Maybe one maybe. day. They'll figure it out. <laughs> so I or I'll figure it out, right? <laughs> <laughs> I I've done the thing again, where my last topic is very weird. I don't remember the context I wrote this in. Mm-hmm. But. It just says grocery stores, and then Uh-oh. the the two bullets under it are IGA and Publix. I don't know what any. What of that are you means. talking about? So IGA, <laughs> IGA is like a gas station grocer. Okay. Uh, I've got a story about that uh, in a second, but I also want to hit Publix. Cause that's like a southeast. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, it's like a southeast, like Florida grocery chain. I don't remember if it's owned by Kroger or if it's its own thing. But you don't see them anywhere outside of southeast United States. I feel like. And I think what spurred this was on my on my Zoom call today. Uh, one of the guys was from. Tampa, Tallahassee, I don't, I don't remember where, but when he, like, we were going around saying what we had for lunch, the guy just said chicken, he had some chicken tenders from Publix, and I just remembered, uh, like, back in family vacations down to Florida as a kid, stopping at some random Publix once. So that, that's the story about Publix. Now, now back to IGA. I got, okay. I got to know an IGA uh, in Bowling Green, Kentucky very well uh, on New Year's Eve because I was stuck in its parking lot for 13 hours. It was great. Oh? Yeah. So uh, I went down to Nashville uh, for Purdue's bowl game, uh, which was a lot of fun. But on the way down, like, I had gone out to dinner and I drove – like from the restaurant back to the hotel, uh, I realized my power steering was completely dying on me. Mm. Um, and I just figured, oh, the pump's just dying again. Yeah, whatever. 
Uh, I tried putting, like, I drove over to, like, the nearest Walmart, tried putting in more fluid. Didn't really work. Uh, if anything, it made it worse. So I just left it at a, I drove back to the hotel and I said, you know what, fuck it. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my night and all of tomorrow and I'm going to deal with this, uh, like, Friday uh, when I leave. And so I did and it was great. Uh, and so Friday morning comes get my shit up, throw it in my car, leave at like 8.30. Uh, about an hour into the drive, uh, two lights come up on my dash, overheat, like, engine overheating and uh, battery dead. Oh. Uh, and so I pull over to the side of the... Ro- Actually, it wasn't battery dead. It was like alternator not working. So I pull over to the side of the road. Um like turn off the car uh call my dad because he's a gearhead um and he just says yeah uh just let it cool off uh try to get to the nearest gas station and uh just take a look under the hood to see if there's anything obvious wrong with it so i i managed to like let it i sit there for like 20 minutes on the side of the highway uh, just letting it cool down luckily there was there was a gas station with an IGA, like, two miles away. Uh, and so, managed to limp the car there. And, uh, yeah, that's where I stayed for, like, the next 13 hours. Because when I opened the hood, uh, I saw that my, like, main drive belt completely shredded. Mm. And the pulley, like, the pulley from my power steering pump uh which like the setup for it was come like the engine uh feeds right into the power steering pump pretty much and that drives the whole drive belt that that pulley head uh that pulley head had snapped off and that drive belt also feeds the alternator and the engine cooler (laughs) i see so i see as well yeah, so I got to spend the next 13 hours uh waiting for my parents to come help me uh help me fix up the car. But uh I got to uh got to know that IGA pretty well. Went in there a couple times to take a leak, buy some Gatorades. Uh I got some Dots pretzels, which are just absolutely the bomb if you haven't had them yet. I have not. Uh I highly recommend you get some Dots pretzel sticks. Like, I'd never heard of them until, like, October. And that's how I feel, at, like, everyone's been. They hadn't heard of them until, like, this, like, winter season. And now everyone I know absolutely loves them, except you guys, apparently. I'll try and find them. Yeah, they're, they're fucking great. Uh, get them. Did you, did you replace the alternator? No, the alternator was fine. Okay. Uh, and the it was just, just the belt. belt. Yeah, the yeah. I needed and a yeah I needed a new drive belt, uh, a new pulley, and a new power steering pump. Um, Oof. So we got we uh got a a not so quick and dirty job done. Uh, just getting a quick repair to like get it on the road for a few more hours and get it back to uh to Indy. Uh, and that's why I'm currently driving 
a uh, a junked out Mercedes SUV right now. Uh, because my my Alero fucking died coming home from uh, Nashville. But yeah. Biggest. Oops. I've had my car overheat, but lately it's been a coolant issue. And then when the coolant goes out for too long and we don't notice, uh, the oil will... I already have an oil leak, but the oil will uh, get too low. And then everything's too hot and you have to wait hours for that to cool down because you can't just... You cannot just pour coolant in. <laughs> you, will, you will get some pretty bad burns if your car is still hot. How... But... Wait... Are you just leaking, like coolant? Coolant, or we don't know. I mean, we assume so at this point because my car's overheated th was it two or three times in the past few months, um, and they're always in the sketchiest part. So you know when you're getting into Plainfield from 465. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to go past like the sketchy Goodwill and the like the old gas station and the and the bowling alley and all that. Dancers, yeah, yeah. yeah, and right. dancers. It's all I without fail overheat where I have to pull over, like in one of those spots. And the last time I had to pull in to the sketchy Goodwill that's really far back from the road, and it was probably ten thirty at night, and I I have to wait for hours to come back. What, <laughs> like west side of Marion County, like border of Hendricks, is not sketchy. At 11.30 at night, in the middle of nowhere, it's not a nice place to be, Anthony. It's, uh, it looks run down. It's not bad. It's yeah. it's not where I wanted to be at 11.30 <laughs> at night in you a probably, car that wouldn't drive. You probably wanted to be home at that point. I kind of wanted to be home. My mom came and picked me up. Um, Good old but Dale. It was... I mean, I didn't have nutmeg with me either, so just, like, where's my protection? Where's my dog? <laughs> where's my dog? No. I feel that, though. So, yeah. Uh, grocery stores. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been to a grocery store in a while. Really? To be honest, yeah. I just pick, pick up for my groceries, so me either. I... I don't like I like I like going and shopping for groceries. I don't mind it. I just haven't been. I mean, I live at home, so oh, yeah. mm -hmm. just raid my parents' pantry. You let, you let, you don't you don't buy your own groceries? No. Uh. The the only reoccurring cost I have right now is car insurance. Uh. Kind of nice, to be honest. You. If. Even if I'm at, like, my parents' house for, like, a week or something, I usually go buy my own groceries. Nah. Really? Yeah. I'll buy my own, like, little snacks and, like, meals and stuff because I don't... I don't know. I like I like having my own food. Or I'll, or, mm. or I'll just eat a bunch of fast food. Fair enough. <laughs> the fast food. All right. So Is it me again? Yeah, because uh, yep. none of you guys have apparently been to a, an IGA or, or a poop list. <laughs> I didn't know what any of the words meant when you started. Um, no, my last one is, is not about D&D, &D, although I could go on and on. Uh, it's Did you hear about the Navy nuclear engineer and his wife pleading guilty to espionage this Monday? 
You know, oh, my my friend Glenn was a was a, a nuke boy for the Navy. <laughs> you think it was him? Yeah, I don't think it was him. I'm looking at the picture of the guy. I don't think it was him. No, but, uh, I I surprisingly haven't heard anything about this. Tell me more. I looked up nuclear news when I was hanging out with Helen. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Uh, and it was one of the top stories. There was. Uh, it, they only talked about the wife, but then I looked it up, and it turns out her husband also pled guilty to passing information about American nuclear-powered warships to someone he thought was a representative of a foreign government person, but they were actually an undercover FBI agent, and his wife was charged because she was the lookout at several prearranged dead drop locations where memory cards were left behind. I just think that's wild. You just don't hear about espionage stories very often. And so when I saw it, I was just like, ooh, that's new. Usually they don't get caught, I think. (laughs) Probably. That's probably why you don't hear about them. (laughs) You'd Uh, think a nuclear engineer would would be. Nope. No. No. Once again, I will reiterate. (laughs) My buddy Glenn was a nuclear engineer in the Navy for a while. Okay, maybe not. You know what? Never mind. I, I but... love you, Glenn, if you're listening. And I hope you are listening. I, I hope you don't know this nuclear engineer that tried to sell secrets to a foreign government. I mean, my next question is how much how much money was he selling them for? It doesn't say. That's a bummer. Yeah, they probably don't say because it might be enticing for, uh, <laughs> right, for right. other people in the program. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, no, not. Think that uh, you think that FBI agents allowed to uh, like tell his family what he does for a living? The one that caught the guy. Yeah, he's like, you think he's allowed to go home and say, "Yeah, I run, I run a uh, sting ops for the FBI." Trying. Well, to he catch probably. Actors. I feel like he can tell them I I. I work for the FBI and I run operations, but he probably can't tell them what he does specifically or I'm she an does. No, no, he's an accountant. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's all we know. I, oh I... wait, it began in April of 2020. COVID really hit this guy hard. Oof. I can't, I can't uh, go into the he, office. So he started secrets. it. He sent a package of Navy documents to a foreign government and wrote that he was interested in selling to that country's operation man or to that country operation manuals, performance reports, and other sensitive information. And he included a return address, his supposed contact, like information, um, and how to establish relationships with him. And it was just, it, it, was obtained by the FBI through their legal office in that foreign country. <laughs> so it almost got there. What what foreign country was it? Did they it say? says un it specifically says unspecified foreign country. What are the odds it's Russia? It's probably Russia. Probably Russia. It's probably Russia or Iran. Oh my god, what if it's Iran? I did find actually Anthony I found it's uh they offered him $100,000 in cryptocurrency. Oh my yeah, god. Crypto, if bro. I can get 100k in dogecoin for nuclear <laughs> secrets. Sign me up, brother. Sign, sign me up and give me uh 
Give me asylum from the United States. <laughs> My gosh. They gave their reason for why they sold the secrets, and it wasn't the money. Uh, it was contempt for Donald Trump. <laughs> ah, that's based as fuck. I was just like, you were willing to sell nuclear, like, inf- like I, 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 I guess, okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> but I'm gonna give nuclear intel to hostile to... actors <laughs> because I don't like this president. Yeah, which is bad. like just wild. <laughs> like that's that's some next level like neoliberal brain rot right there <laughs> it's pretty god, bad god bless uh, what are the odds the dude loves biden now too well i guess we'll find out uh we'll find out if he, get, if he gets his security clearances back if he's pardoned yeah but no so that's my my last topic just a random news story i saw <laughs> All How's right. Ukraine doing? Do I think I saw don't Ukraine. Tell me Ukraine is your topic. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> that would I be just, so funny, though. I, I I've been following it very much. I was just no. curious. I just know they I ran. Relate, like, right? Somebody ran drills. I don't know. No, like uh, I I just chatted with uh with my roommate David on this shit. Um, oh. like yesterday or two days ago, like Putin like signed like a statement that just basically said yeah we recognize uh these two areas of Ukraine that have a separatist movement in them as like their own places and like US foreign policy and like EU completely lost their shit and put in sanctions on Russian individuals and uh and citizens not on the country itself, though. Interesting. Yeah. O- only punish the people. The, uh, yeah. The com- That'll do something. Uh, the c- Russian companies are fine, though. We can we can trade with them. Of course we can. Uh, Didn't also, you know that? I'm entirely speaking out of my ass here, so I could be totally wrong on how these sanctions work. I'm, uh, right. I'm going into Joe Rogan mode. Well, anyway, uh, my last <laughs> Was uh, I just for revisit working out, which I don't know what that means. Wait, but I felt like I wrote it, it down it? something. It says revisit working out because we talked about working out last week. Did we? Yeah, we did. Eating. Well, I I said that you guys that Anthony at one point you've been eating healthy and working out, and you said you haven't done them at the same time, but you wanted to start working out again soon. Oh yeah, I, I've gone to the gym like once in like the past month now yeah i, I took your guys' advice uh i stopped rowing and i i started doing the elliptical instead okay the no treadmill? now i now i got the legs going now i don't like running on the treadmill and it's too cold to run outside so uh i don't like running on treadmills either it's the worst no yeah. i love me my treadmill no treadmill <laughs> whoa 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 don't make fun of me yeah I, uh, I'm sorry. I I I I today I didn't I didn't drink any soda until after work. Yeah. I ended up getting a, a caffeine headache. It's kind of sad. 
Those are awful. Yeah. I'm very sorry. My caffeine withdrawal. Whoa, uh, someone's an addict. Yeah, it's you like a bus. Oh, it was the worst. It's like 2.30. I didn't get off till 4.30. Oh. <laughs> do you not have coffee at work you can grab? No, we do. I just don't have a cup. So. You, they don't have cups there for you? They might. I, what I, kind of work environment are you in? I try not. I try to avoid the break room. Oh, <laughs> why? Now it comes out. Yep. I, I just I'm too afraid to go in there. I mean, the break uh, room is where you can just sit on your phone and like ignore everyone, though. I I learned so much about my coworkers today at lunch. It's crazy. I was like, but like, what? There's apparently a, a secret email chain. For, for people that just like like talking about guns at my work. That's really <laughs> funny. funny. Yeah. It's just like a bunch of like older guys that like like go into the shooting range and they just email each other like during work. <laughs> <laughs> did you join it? Same that you I felt like not. Merdula didn't like because she was vegan. She's Are... vegan, yeah. And when you guys both worked there didn't you say that there were a group of hunters that she she argued with or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Wait, Dooley's a vegan? Yeah, she's a well no, she's a pescatarian. Oh, oh well that, that's different. That's I thought way... you said she was I thought you said she was a vegan. I don't remember that, but yeah. she is a pescatarian. I was about or to she say. was. I don't think she is anymore because her doctor told her that she had to stop. Good. <laughs> oh, alright, good, yeah. So yeah, she's not, she's not, she eats whatever, I think. Good. But, yeah, she doesn't like animal cruelty stuff. So. Yeah. Really? I I love animal cruelty. <laughs> uh, How did I know it? we were oh. going to go there? I can't have, uh, uh, I can't have my breakfast. <laughs> I can't have my breakfast unless I know for certain those chickens were kept in cages when they laid those eggs. Yeah. It adds the flavor you're looking for. The flavor of fear. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Do you think anyone actually likes animal cruelty in the farming industry? Most like it... farmers don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a much larger topic. I feel like, and I don't want to speak on it when people have such strong opinions yeah it's a sadist you know it's a pretty uh pretty sensitive topic for whatever reason yeah it is most of the people i know that are actually in the farming industry uh do not treat their animals poorly though oh yeah in my experience but who knows did you guys see super size me too though I did not. Have you watched it? There, I've seen it yeah. There's a second one? Yeah. He starts a chicken restaurant. <laughs> what? How does it go? It, well, he starts a factory farm to show you the conditions of your food. Well, And then and then he opens a chicken restaurant. So he opens a cruel place to prove yeah, yeah. something? That doesn't That's seem right. right. Nah, but then he's like, he like shows you all the corruption. I mean, that doesn't seem. Factory farms. I mean, that doesn't seem right. We all know this guy's full of shit, though. Like, you've seen like the exposures of Super Size Me and stuff, right? 
I'm gonna be honest. I have not because I don't no. pay attention to that. Oh, yeah. I don't really care about his opinion. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, the dude's absolutely full of shit. I mean, I'm not surprised, but why? Like, that entire documentary, he's just hamming up and like acting. I believe that. Like, oh yeah, sure. No, like, it wasn't that bad. It's like <laughs> the original YouTuber. Yeah, it's like you know day one or day two, and he's like vomiting in the parking lot or something. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. I've yeah. done, I, I, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do a supersize me. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. I'm gonna do a month for McDonald's. I usually like. I won't have McDonald's for a year, and then I'll be like, "It sounds really good. I'm gonna get some." And I always kind of regret it. You don't like McDonald's? It's, just, it's too salty. Like, I'll get a burger, and it's just, I can't finish it, because it's, like, just chewing on salt. (laughs) But their soda is better. I mean, that's just, like, soda fountains in general. Yeah. Sure. But no, I I eat fast food, like, four or five times a week. So, McDonald's is, uh, is pretty high in the rotation. Mm. I'm a fast food enjoyer, to be sure. I if I pick junkie. fast food, I, I usually do Wendy's or Taco Bell. Taco Bell, yeah. Wendy's is so expensive, though. A four for four is not expensive. And oh. I get a kid's meal these days because it's all I can eat. A four for four is like, what, 50 calories of food, though? What? Oh. You get like half It's a, a junior nugget. bacon cheeseburger, like four nuggets, fries, and a... How dare you? Hold on. Four for four calories. You get like... There's there's ten... Uh, there's a thousand seventy calories in in a four for four meal with a junior bacon cheeseburger, which is what I get. Well, it certainly doesn't feel like it. What's your daily intake? My daily... Well, you see, my daily intake is probably somewhere between 2,000 and like 2,500. The thing is... I usually eat all of that in one sitting. That's not healthy. I, I eat, like, my oh. meals are somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 calories a day. You're going to die at, like, 30 or something. No, 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 no. It, it's, um, it's not some health kick or anything, either. I'm supposed yeah. to be eating really healthy right now, and I'm struggling to eat enough food in a day because I just, I'm not used to trying to eat the correct amount of food eat for two you gotta eat it's for not two. i you're supposed to eat for like one and a quarter it's not like no. you're, no, you're legitimately eating for two that kid needs a full three thousand calories a day right now yeah well all it's getting right now is spiral mac and cheese orange juice and the occasional venison fajita so you know the occasional shot of whiskey and a few uh marble reds you know I'm not going to drink. How dare you? Smoking, though. Smoking's fine for the kid, though. <laughs> I've never smoked. I don't need to justify that, obviously. Do you, do you guys find when you order stuff, like, at the at the touchscreen kiosk at McDonald's, you end up ordering more than you usually would? I don't yes. go inside. Oh, well, what about on the app? Do you order on the app? I do order yes. on the app. Yeah, I find that I order more now. Than I w- would if I went through the drive-through. Because you don't have to talk to anyone. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't say I order more, but I order more weird shit. Mm. Like I feel, I feel judged if I walk in, and I say, "Give me four McChickens" to the guy <laughs> at the counter. 
but I've got no problem putting that in the app, pulling up to the drive-thru and saying, order for Anthony, and then they just hand me a bag of four McChickens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I, I mainly order ahead at, like, Noodles and Company and Panera. Why do you go to Noodles and, and Company? I love their spicy Korean beef noodles. It's you, all I get from there. Have you been to a real noodle hut? No, because I don't know where to go around Muncie. If you can tell me where I should go to get good food, then tell me. Am, but until then, I will get Noodles and Company. I am literally going to Google ramen in Muncie. It's not ramen, though. Like, I've... Uh, Fuji, Sushi, and Hibachi. No, uh, they're not good. Dumpling House. We actually go there. We get our dumplings from there. Ninja of Japan. Mm, I've heard no one ever talk about them. Domo Japanese Restaurant of Muncie. I feel like Isaiah's gotten sushi from there. Maybe. I don't uh, know. Hoku Poku? Asian Kitchen Smile or Thai Smile 2 Restaurant. Do you like Thai food? Uh, no, we've talked about this. I oh, don't yeah. like peanut sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've discussed this. Yeah. Are you guys had the, the street tacos from that taco place in Plainfield? Which taco place? Uh, no. Tacos Don Pablo. Never, Look at this. I didn't know there was a place called Tacos Don Pablo. Yeah, I think it's new. But I go there like every week. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so good. I don't go to Plainfield anymore. Yeah. So. Well, you'll have to come for D and D. But I Eventually. sent you guys the the spicy Korean beef noodles in our Discord chat because that's what I get, and those are delicious. Go to We're a real noodle hut. Mac and cheese. The uh the the buffalo the... chicken mac and cheese. Oh so yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. That's that's pretty. De- I like the penne rosa with the parmesan crusted chicken too. This is just becoming a noodles and company ad. We should move on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not sponsored. I mean, that was not, not sponsored. I, I don't. I don't think it is a a noodles and company ad. You two are gushing over it, and I'm just yelling how it's <laughs> dog shit in the background. It's good. <laughs> no. Well, I said, well, I, I said when I go there, I don't go there that often. To be fair. But. Bruh. Think, I go there pretty often. I think last time I went there, it was basically to uh to see a friend off because they were leaving uh West Lafayette, and I just couldn't, like I was kind of hungover I think, and I just couldn't think of any other place, and I knew they were kind of like light on light on cash, so I didn't want to say let's go to this like fifteen sixteen dollar a plate like place. Sure. So yeah, budget That's food smart. for a disappointing uh quality. It's not that disappointing. I okay, I hear my uh, when I my. Went out. Sorry. No, you're good. I was gonna say we're dog sitting, and I can hear them uh getting pretty, pretty intense in the background. So I'm gonna need to. All right. I mean, yeah. Step away soon. Yeah, yeah we've uh. We, we've do we want to vote on our favorite topic for the evening? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let Let's do a quick recap. So uh. My my topics were Zoom etiquette, Slack, and uh, grocery stores. Mm. 
And mine were, what do you think are the biggest challenges to underwater campaigns? Can you take it too far in homebrewing races for D&D? And did you hear about the wife of the nuclear engineer that pled guilty to espionage? And my topics were getting pulled over, dating app conversations, and revisiting the workout topic. Mm. I mean, fast food. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm typing this all out right now. Excuse me. I'm, mm-hmm, I'm typing mm-hmm. with one hand. Of course. I, I I'm putting working out two in in the backlog. That, that's I what think that topic. Working out is. one was actually from the routines topic from last week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. All right. Uh, Honestly, I liked the fast food working out discussion. Okay. Well, that will be highlighted. Uh, as, as a dub uh i've really liked the the pulled over uh conversation. oh yeah you're right so i i, <laughs> I just got kind of got to go on a rant there for a little bit about how uh i get pulled over a lot <laughs> i think i Pretty like good. the slack conversation but not because it was about slack i can't remember how where did we on. end I, yeah i can't remember but i remember enjoying it I I legitimately don't remember what we talked about in that, but yeah, it's whatever. But uh, it started with Slack. Hopefully, it started with Slack, and then it was a good conversation about something. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully our listeners know what the hell happened in that discussion, because we sure oh, as hell don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so yes. the, uh, the favorites from tonight, Slack, Pulled Over, and Working Out too. Cameron, unfortunately, none of your topics made the favorites tonight. How do you That's feel? That's okay. Most of them were about d and I, w- I wasn't anticipating a top pick. I I did like the nuclear espionage, but, uh, you know, that, that pulled over discussion was just too good. I mean, I agree. I think it was good. Nuclear espionage. <laughs> it's just a funny conversation, to be honest. A it funny really topic. is. Yeah. I'm glad. All right. All right. Well, this has been a another episode of Rule of Three. Once again, I'm your co-host Anthony. Co-host Cameron. I'm your co-host Matt. And have a good week, and we hope to have you listening next week.